welcome to the weekly podcast of Trinity Life Church. We are a local church that gathers in downtown Toronto on Sundays and all throughout our city during the week. Now our mission is to help people discover their identity and destiny in Christ so we can influence our city, our country, and our world. If you're looking for a place to call home, we'd love to have you. Our services are Sunday from 10.30 to noon at Jarvis Collegiate. Enjoy this week's podcast. your Zoom calls, your teachers are waiting and ready for you, and you get to dive into the scriptures and worship through just more, so enjoy that. We're going to dive into the scriptures right now as well. If you guys want to follow along with me in your Bibles, we are reading out of Luke chapter 11, starting in verse 1. It says, now Jesus was praying in a certain place, and when he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray as John taught his disciples. And he said to them, when you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, give us each day our daily bread and forgive us our sins. For we forgive, for for we ourselves forgive everyone who is indebted to us and lead us not into temptation. And he said to them, which of you who has a friend will go to him at midnight and say to him, friend, lend me three loaves. For a friend of mine has arrived on a journey, and I have nothing to set before him. And he will answer from within, Do not bother me. The door is now shut, and my children are with me in bed. I cannot get up and give you anything. I tell you, though he will not get up and give him anything because he is his friend, yet because of his impudence, he will rise and give him whatever he needs. And I tell you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds, and the one who knocks, it will be opened. What father among you, if his son asks for a fish, will instead of a fish give him a serpent? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Let's pray. Heavenly father, you are such a good father and you know how to give good gifts. And I do pray this morning that you would show us the gift and the beauty of conversation and how to converse with you and how to converse with each other. And Lord, would you just um, open our eyes to know how to do this better, more intimately and more deeply. Uh, We love you, Lord. We pray this in your name. Amen. Hey guys, sorry about the video mishap. We kind of bumped something on the table and everything went and kind of collapsed. So, okay, that sermon bumper, you'll see it later this week, but it was of of an R3, of one of our ladies R3s, uh, where they're just talking and having conversation. It's perfect for today, because that's what we're talking about. We're talking about discovering Jesus and having conversation. Remember, this series is really key for us, because, guys, I think a lot of us may have missed Jesus, right? And so we, I... This whole series is designed for us to discover Jesus, to know who he is, to know intimately and personally who he is, and for him to know us, right? We have 
passages in the scriptures that's that that Jesus says, I, I never knew you. We don't want that to, to be us. And so as a follower of Jesus, we're trying to help us all discover Jesus uh, as we go through this series. And and uh, and today, like I said, we're talking about conversation. And for me, I learned about conversation from my dad. Just watching my dad, observing my dad. If you've met my dad, he he can talk to anybody. He can have a conversation with anybody about anything, and uh, and and people love that. People love that about him. And so I learned how to do that from him. Uh, if you've talked to Diane, my sister, she's learned the same thing. We can talk to anybody about anything at any time, and we learn that from our dad. And Jesus here is showing us how to learn conversation from the Father. And he's teaching, he's teaching us that. Right now, I'm actually teaching my girls intentionally how to have conversations with each other, with adults, with, with other kids, with, their, with whoever, just how to have a conversation. And, and, and so many of us kind of miss that, right? So many of us can be socially awkward. We don't know what to do. So let me give you the key. Here's the key to having conversation. It's asking right questions or just asking questions. That is a key to conversation because what a question does is it invites somebody to share their life with you. A question is an invitation into conversation. Oh, that's good. That should be the bottom line. A question is an invitation into conversation. You're inviting somebody to share their life with you. And, and a conversation, guys, should be like a tennis match. Right? Uh, Ryan and Camille, you guys know about this. You hit the ball here, you hit the ball back. You, know, you kind of go back and forth. Someone asks you a question, you answer, you ask, and you talk, and, and you go back and forth, a dialogue. Right. So, so often, uh, we don't ask the right questions because we ask uh, maybe a yes or no question. And when someone just says yes or no, we don't know where to go from there. Right. So asking the right questions helps in conversation. That's, that's a big key for us. And this whole entire passage, Jesus is talking about asking and what that means for us as we converse with God. So let's go to verse 1 here. He says, uh, or yeah, Luke says, now Jesus was praying in a certain place. And when he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us how to pray as John taught his disciples. So what you see here, guys, the disciples, this is one of the only things that they ask Jesus to explicitly teach them is how to pray, is how to have a conversation with God. Now, guys, they grew up praying. Like a lot of these disciples in their culture, they grew up seeing people praying. They grew up praying. They knew how to pray. They just didn't know how to pray like that. They didn't know how to pray like Jesus prayed. They didn't know how to talk to God like Jesus talked to God. They didn't know how to have a conversation with God like Jesus had a conversation with God. And so they said, Jesus, teach us that, meaning they struggled with it, right? They, they struggled with it. So get ready for the chat. What I want you to do is answer this question in the feed. What is difficult for you regarding prayer? Because the disciples had difficulties here. They had some, some things that were hindering them from praying. And they asked Jesus, teach us how to do that because we struggle with it. And we need you to help us with that. So in order for me to help you this morning through God's word, I want you to put in the chat, typically, like, what, what do you struggle with in prayer? What is a, what's a struggle for you when you, when you, it may not be desire, right? You may want to pray, but there's just something that, 
that hinders you from praying as much as you want to pray, from praying as long as you want to pray, from, from knowing what to say, you know, things like that. So start populating the chat and, and let us know what you struggle with in prayer. For me, uh, one of my, so I'm going to be really transparent with you right now. One of my struggles with prayer is I can feel like, and this is just feeling, right? I just feel like sometimes I'm wasting my time because I should actually, because it's taking away, because I'm just sitting there and it's taking away from me doing something, right? I'm a, I'm a Martha, not a Mary, right? I, Mary was okay with sitting at the feet of Jesus. Martha's like doing things for Jesus, right? And both are needed, both are good, and we should have a combination of both of those, but I tend towards doing. And so I think just sitting down and praying sometimes is, I'm like, oh, am I wasting my time here? Which obviously the answer is no, I'm not. Uh, and obviously the answer, is, uh, the answer to that is no, because when I sit down with the Lord, he's, he's going to push forward anything that I'm going to do, right? Actually, in my doing, when I neglect prayer in my doing, it's probably going to be more inefficient. It's not going to produce the, the same results. It's going to be worse off. And, I, and, and, uh, and so I should just take time to sit down with Jesus just to be with the Father, just to be in his presence, not to get a desired result, not to, not to be more efficient, but just to be with him. And in that, in the fullness of the Spirit, I'll actually do better. I'll do my doing better, right? And, and so I miss that often because of the tyranny of the urgent and there's so many things to get done and, and all that. So that's something for me that I struggle with. Uh, so let's, let's uh, kick it to Missy and we're going to see uh, what you guys struggle with here. All right. So we have a lot of people um, that struggle with some similar things here. We've got um, one, one theme that I kind of see along, along the chat is, um, okay, yeah. All right. <laughs> um, we have a theme here in what, um, in what we've noticed um, people are struggling with in prayer. And one of the big ones is focus. Focus mm. is something that people are really struggling with. Okay. Also, listening for the response, right? Um, yeah. And then sometimes we've got some other people that like don't know how to articulate um, eloquently or even know what to say at all. Um, and then just being able to empty the mind. So these are some of the things that we've got um, that people are struggling with. Um, let's see. Or even praying for a long times. Again, we've got more um, listening, listening for prayer, right. um, and just not being distracted. So a, a focus and distraction. These are a lot of the big things. Um, listening. That's something that I that I struggle with. That I want to you know definitely grow in and continue to get better in listening. Right. Um, it's not just a one-sided conversation. So. Um, Oh, yeah, more people that are just, oh, struggling to pray for uh, yourself. Sometimes you're just praying for everybody else and not even considering what, what you need um, um, or desire to talk to the Lord about. Who, being... said, who said that? Who said <laughs> Liz. That's, that one's from Liz. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good problem to have, Liz. Yeah, uh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> you pray for everybody else. Put me on that list, Liz. Put me on that list. More like the other uh, way around for probably everybody else, right? They're not praying for other people. They're only praying for themselves, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Most people probably, yeah, exactly. Most people probably um, uh, the inverse of that. Yeah. Um, Oh, so just, that's yeah. There's that's so much. Good. You guys are like, man. I can't even keep up with all of this. This is so good. Yeah. Um, any just, any of the themes there that you see? Um. Yeah. Distractions. Um. Oh, here's here's one. We're um, perseverance and praying for non-Christian friends. Yep. Yep. Okay. Um. Ooh, a, a false sense of independence. 
Um, oh, okay, I, I like, who, who said that's that? That's Miriam, like, that's coming from yeah, Miriam. Yeah, I, I like um, that. So she's, see, Miriam's getting a yeah. little below the surface here, guys. Yeah. Like she's, she's coming, uh, and and because uh, a lot of times we, we, we have these distractions and all that, but I think among distractions, there's something below the surface that you need to get at in your prayer life. There's something below the surface in, in having a conversation with God that we actually need to get to the root. Because I feel like now some of these are symptoms. Like we're dealing with some symptoms here, but, but I want to encourage you. Let's, let's go a little bit further. Let's press in a little bit more. Re read what Miriam said again. She says, false sense of independence. Oh, Thinking man. I can just cope. Yeah, 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 I, right? I hear you Ooh, on that. Yes, that, uh, is, that is it right there. I'm I mean. exactly like that. So when, when I, uh, yeah, that's, uh, I disagree with that. I'm not going to confess more of my sin there. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, bring it. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, this is about you guys confessing your sin. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, anything else before we jump back in? Um, um. Yeah, some people are saying, like, I don't like praying out loud. I, I overthink things. You know, I tend to overthink things. I don't even know. That's coming from, that's from Josh, yeah. right? Because um, there's so many things here. Is, um, being persistent to pray for more things. This is Rebecca. Being persistent to pray for things more than once. Um, oh, sometimes okay. you just, like, you pray for it, and you're like, you check it off your list, you think you're done, right? Like, no, like, you got to keep, keep asking, keep seeking. Um, yeah. Man, there's so much here. You guys are, like. All right, well, I probably missed a lot, but that's, that's good. Yeah. Let's, let's go and see how, how Jesus teaches us how to pray, how he teaches us how to have conversation. Let's talk about how, how, what issues Jesus addresses here. So they, the disciples asked him to teach him how to pray. We're going to actually skip the Lord's Prayer right here. For now, we're going to come back to it and go to verse 5. And verse 5 says this, And he said to them, Which of you who has a friend will go to him at midnight and say to him, friend, let me three loaves. For a friend of mine has, has arrived on a journey, and I have nothing to set before him. And he'll answer from within, don't bother me. The door is now shut. My children are with me in bed. I cannot get up and give you anything. I tell you, though he will not get up and give him anything because he's his friend, yet because of his impudence, he will rise and give him whatever he needs. So here's, a, here, here's the basic story here. You're at home. You have a friend come who, who uh, needs something. You don't have that thing to give him, so you go and ask another friend to give it to him. But it's late at night. It's, it's, it's uh, not appropriate right, to ask him at this time or for this thing, and, uh, but you still go and do it. Okay, that's, that's the picture we have here. And look what Jesus does. He puts you in the story. He says, which of you? Now, sometimes, and a lot of times, he tells parables like this. He says, oh, the farmer was sowing seed, or uh, this guy did this, or um, he, he references in third person. But this time, he's, he's talking directly to you. You are in the story. You are the one who is lacking. You're the one who doesn't have. And so what do you do? Well, you either stay in that lack, or you ask somebody who has, okay? So right now, you're in the lack, and here's what happens. The guy in the story, you, the person, you go and ask someone who is not lacking, and you ask with impudence. Now, sometimes that word there gets translated as persistence, but that's kind of like a, a soft version of it. 
this word impudence is actually you're at, you're going against the norm of what you would what culture would normally do. You're going against the norm. It's actually borderline inappropriate for you to ask this guy at midnight for three loaves of bread. Why? Well, because it's not daytime, because in the story it's not day, his, they're sleeping, all that. So you woke him up. You took him away from what he was doing to have him do something for you, for a friend, right? Where he has to give out of his abundance. So it says it's because of his impudence, which includes persistence, Right? We don't need to take out persistence, but it includes persistence. It includes, um, it includes that. It includes uh, asking out of the norm. Right? So in his impudence, because he goes against the norm, against the culture, he gets what he asked for. Right? He gets them. So I want you to put this question in the, answer this question in the feed. What is something that you have lacked that you asked for and received. Okay, I want you guys to encourage other, this is to encourage other people today. What is something that you have lacked that you asked for and received? This is from God or from somebody else? Because guys, so many of us uh, are afraid of the ask. So many of us, we're afraid to be impudent, right? We're afraid to be persistent. And so I want you guys to encourage one another today, to exhort one another and say, hey, I asked for this because I lacked it and God gave it. Right? Or this person gave it to me. I never thought I would. You know, we got Chelsea in the house today. She's, she'd been fundraising. Like, she asked. Like, guys, I fundraise still. Like, I, like fundraising is hard. You ask me for money is hard. But you have to put out the ask. And it's impudent when you do that. Because it's not normal. Right? And, and Chelsea could, could tell you, which she may in the feed, she may tell you, like, I did that, and God provided all of it and more. Right? So... Um, what is something that you've lacked that you've asked for and received? Uh, for me, something, uh, as you guys are filling out the feed, something that I've asked God for for maybe over a decade now. What year is this? 2020. Yeah, maybe 12 years now is wisdom. And guys, that was an ask. It's something I ask for consistently and regularly. Wisdom, wisdom, wisdom. And it wasn't until year five or six that it hit me that God had answered that prayer. Because I was sitting with somebody in a Starbucks with two people, and the situation that they were going through, I had no idea what to do or what to say. And all I was doing was praying for wisdom in that moment. I had no idea. I'm um, like, they were coming to me for counsel and advice. I had no idea. I'd never seen a situation like this before. And when I opened my mouth, words came out of my mouth that uh, I was impressed by. <laughs> I was like, oh, that sounded good. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I, I, it was that trust that the Holy Spirit is just going to speak truth through, through us, right, in situations that, that we're in like that. And immediately I thought, wow, that, God has answered this prayer that I've been praying for up to that point five, six years. And I still pray, pray for that. So what's something that you've lacked, that you've asked for, that you've received? Let's go back to Missy and see, see uh, what's, what you guys have put in the chat. Okay, so we have a few things here, um, a, few, a, a few more themes that have come up. Um, in the first okay. few, we had patience and wisdom um, that also came through. Um, but courage, humility, discernment, 
um, understanding. And then um, we got a little deeper. Vanny said a desire, more desire for God's word. Oh, that's good. That's mm, good. Yeah. Um, we have uh, asked for self-awareness. Mm, that's yeah. really good. And for, this is Jonathan. He said, first came the weaknesses, and then God revealed his strengths, right? Yeah. So that is amazing. Um, Cindy said Love resources that. for ministry, just needing resources, like yep. actual, like physical resources. Um, I think is what she's talking about there. Um, it doesn't say. Um, Suzanne just said a living accommodation. She had one week left to find a place, and God um, provided something through um, Dave and Jamie. Yep, that's yeah. so good. Yeah. So good. Um, uh, Archie was saying uh, he had to ask God for a bigger heart for prayer for the lost this fall mm. in particular. Um, awesome. Oh, deeper friendships. Yes, that's Joycelyn. I feel that. Yeah. Um, Shang said, I asked God to help my friend in her crisis, and God answered. Um, hmm. That's so good. Yeah. Um, yep, Daniel's talking about raising funds. Um, Chelsea's commenting on that. Um, Julia says, good roommates, solid friendships. Um, and then this is going on. I'm just trying to check. There's so, guys, I can barely keep up. This is so good. Keep it coming. I'm not telling you to stop. I'm loving it. Um, <laughs> but um, I'm having, it's like it keeps jumping on me. Um, um, making Sean says making the Bible really fun and enjoyable so that I'll read it. Hmm. <laughs> I love that. Like yeah. yes, like we need that. Like God awesome. is fun and His Word is rich and deep and He can do that for you. Um, um, Ryan oh, said, man. If, "Hey, yeah, babe, sorry. tell me what you said about the God story last night." Oh, I said, <laughs> I said, if everybody could, if everybody watched God's story or felt, felt, followed along with it, so you read the book before you watch the video. So on tell God's them story. what it is, real quick. God's story is us going through the Bible, book by book, um, and um, so Mike is talking to the leadership team. Um, on each book. So you read the book ahead of time. That's key. You really need to have the discipline to read the book first. And then um, and then you watch sort of as we develop the themes of tracing the Messiah through the Bible and God's character. And I said, if everybody could watch that and participate and do that, it will change your life. It has been life changing for me um, as we've gone through like this summer and fall. And it is so good. I um, mean, it's just so fun, right? Um, Guys, you, that is. Were you getting like, something else there, babe? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, no, that that's it. Uh, that's going with what Sean was asking for. Yeah. And yeah. that's uh, those who have access to it right now are our our three leaders. So yeah. uh, that's, it. it's so that's good. kind of our our gift to them to to help to help lead others. So if you if you want access to that, jump in into R three. You can be leading one tomorrow. You have all that you need to do that. So keep on, keep on going. Let's see what's in this feed. Yes, yes, yes. There's so much here. It's so good. Um, um, deeper understanding and awareness. Um, boldness. This is coming from Jamal. Boldness to speak to somebody I don't know. Encourage um, to be a, I think he's meant a light amongst non-believers. Yeah, he said light. Yep. Yeah. Um, we've got some more wisdom. Um, Vanny. Uh, plug. She said, "A great church. When we moved to Toronto, we only visited one. Woo woo! Woo! Um, yeah. There we go. Let's just excited, end there. Right? Then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Done>. cut it. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just kidding. You can keep on going. I know. More. I'm just kidding. Um, I just see. Uh, yeah. More people. Like, like I love that. There's deeper friendships. I also love that. Back when we were talking about prayer, um, I think it was Laura. She was like, Josh, I feel you because he talked about you know struggling. He and she was like, Let's talk more." And it's like, boom, like this is exactly yeah. what we're talking about. We're encouraging each other. And there's going to be a beautiful conversation that comes out of that between Josh and Laura. And, um, and I, I love, love it. That. Like we're just encouraging each other. And that's exactly what we want to do here. Um, Yejin said, asking God to show, um, to show me how to be forgiving. Ooh, 
That's really good. That's really good. That applies exactly to what we're talking about this morning, especially this in the is, prayer. This is really good, guys. Um, I love that you're all participating. You're all populating with feet. Like, this is so great. I love the interaction. Uh, I love what's all coming out of this. Um, also think about this question, not just with God, but think about it in terms of other people. Because sometimes it's easy for us to ask God, right? Sometimes it's, it's easy because it's, it's, it's personal. No one, like, no... No one knows, like, uh, no one knows that you're asking, right? And or or you also may not receive like a no. I think with other people, sometimes it's hard. If you if Josh uh, was it Josh who wants deeper friendships? Is that who said or Joycelyn? Um, so if you if if Joycelyn goes and she says, "Hey, uh, Missy, can we hang out?" Like there may be a no right to her face right there, right? And that's hard. That makes the ask really hard. So think about this also with, with people who, uh, sorry, with people and, and what your ask is there. Uh, and sometimes even with God, we're afraid of the no, right? We're afraid, <laughs> I think sometimes we're also so afraid of a different answer, which, which we're going to get soon. So let's go back to the scriptures here. Uh, let's, let's see how Jesus talks about this. He says, and I tell you in verse 9, he says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find, knock, and it will be open to you. Guys, all of these verbs are in the, in the Greek. They're in the present tense, which means he's saying, ask and keep on asking. So in this passage, that's really where you get the persistence element from. We kind of just take that persistence element from there, but that's really where you get it. The impudent element is something a little different. Uh, but here you get the persistence there because ask and keep on asking. Uh, seek and keep on seeking until you find. Knock and keep on knocking until that door has been opened. Right? So these are all in the present tense. And, and guys, you ask, why? Why are you asking? Because you lack that, what you're, that which you're asking for. You have a lack and you ask. You seek because you're trying to find something. You're trying to find purpose. You're trying to find identity. You're trying to find, um, you know, a new job. You're trying to, you know, whatever it is. Uh, you're seeking, trying to find it. You knock because the door is closed, right? So there's, there's a lack there. There's an inability there. You've lost something. You can't open the door. It's, it's, it's locked, right? You can't get through it. It's, it's jammed shut. And so you need somebody on the other side who can open it. You need somebody who knows what you're searching for and can show it to you and can show you the way. You need someone who has, who can fill in your lack. And how many of you guys today, that, that feels like your life? Your life feels like lack, it feels like lost, it feels like wandering, it feels like doors closed, it feels like uh, lack of opportunity, it feels like um, all these things, right? That. Uh, we're just trying to figure out in life. And Jesus is giving us the key here. He says, go to your father and ask and keep on asking. Go and seek and keep on seeking because he's the one who has. He's the one who knows where it is. Go to that door and keep on knocking. Jesus in John 10 says, I am the door. What door are you knocking on? Maybe you're knocking on the wrong door. Right? Jesus says, I am the door. So go and knock on that door, right? Because he's going to open it. And Jesus, in his humanity, guys, he understands lack. He understands loss. 
He understands pain. He understands uh, debilitation. He understands lack of opportunity. He, he understands things stripped away from him. He understands giving up things. He understands uh, sinful flesh. Guys, in his humanity, he has taken on that. The only reason he doesn't sin is not because he's not experiencing temptation. He's experiencing all the temptations that we ever have experienced and will experience. He's experienced all that, the writer of Hebrews says. So he's in this flesh, the same flesh that we're in. And he's experiencing the same things we're experiencing. And he's rising above it. He's experiencing all these distractions, right? And so because of that, he says, this is how you should pray because this is how I pray. So go back up to verses two through four here. He says, Father, hallowed be your name. Basically, Father, you are the only one that matters. Your kingdom come. Basically, Father, what you say goes. What you say goes. Your kingdom, not my kingdom. What you say goes. Give us each day our daily bread. He's like, I'm not worried about tomorrow. I'm going to focus on how I can live for you, Father, and hear your voice and obey today. I'm not worried about tomorrow. Forgive us our sins as we, and for we forgive, or for we ourselves forgive everyone who is indebted to us. Now, Jesus didn't sin, so he's not asking God to forgive his sins, right? He's showing us how to pray, how to have a conversation. So basically, he's saying forgiveness is the key to living abundantly. He's putting that right in this introduction to conversation with God. And he says, and lead us not into temptation. Basically, he's saying, help me choose life every moment of every single day. Jesus is showing us how to start a conversation with God. So going back back up to that first question, what hinders us, Jesus is taking all the hindrances out. So this is what I mean when you need to go below the surface. When we go below the surface, what actually hinders us from prayer is God is not our priority. Father, hallowed be your name. That means he is our priority. That means he's the only one that matters. Jesus is saying, hey, the reason you don't have a conversation with God, disciples, you guys, me, is because he's not your priority. It's not about distractions. It's about priority. It's not about, I don't have the time, it's about priority. Right? We're getting below the surface here, right? The reason you don't have enough time is because you haven't made it for the Father. Right? So when I look at my life, that's, that's an indictment against, how, against where God is on the throne in my life. And I say, no, God, like Miriam, right? I'm, in a, I'm just going to do it myself because I can do, and I'm just going to do because um, I know that's going to produce something. Instead of saying, no, God, you are on the throne of my life, and I'm going to spend time with you. And then he addresses uh, sin, right? And, and worry, not worrying about tomorrow, but focusing on, on right now and, and not, not trying to accrue the things of the world, right? He says, just give me my daily bread. I don't need my bread for tomorrow. I just need my bread for today, right? How, so many of us guys are focused on accruing the things of this world for the future. That's why you save for retirement. Guys, you're not promised a future, 
Now you're saving for something that may not happen, right? That's why you, uh, you know, name your thing, right? Uh, but he's saying, no, just, just focus on my daily bread for today. Don't worry about those things. Again, I'm not saying don't invest on all that. Go to our Discover Abundance series to hear all that. But guys, focus on today. Uh, Jesus is also uh, addressing sin. He says, forgive us our sin. He's addressing our sin, guys. The reason we don't spend time with God the way we should, the reason we don't have the words to say sometimes is because of sin hidden in our hearts, not the word of God hidden in our hearts. So guys, here's a practical. Every time, I won't say every time because it probably doesn't happen every time, but most times what I want to do before I pray is I, is I ask the Lord uh, to help me confess sin. Now, what sins are in my heart that are going to hinder me from talking to you right now? What is like a wall in front of my face that's stopping me from, from having a conversation with me? What is going to prevent intimacy from happening between me and you right now? Take that out of my heart. Bring it to mind so that I can confess it openly and take it out of my heart. Because that, that sin of, uh, and then some of you guys talked about like eloquent speech, and you know, you don't want to pray out loud because it's tough or, or, or you're not eloquent. Guys, that's a Pharisee. Jesus addresses that in the gospel. He says, the Pharisees do that. The Pharisees are worried about that. Don't be worried about that. You speak from here in your heart. Don't worry about what someone else thinks about your prayer. You're there communing with God. You don't have to have eloquent speech. You don't have to have the right words to say. You just speak to God like you would speak to your best friend who is with you no, no matter what, right? And you don't need the special words. God doesn't like those special words. He just wants you. He just wants your heart. So Jesus addresses that here. He addresses the distractions with temptation, right? He says, lead us not in temptation. He's addressing those distractions, those temptations that, that, that takes away from, from spending time with God. The Lord's Prayer is this rubric for taking those things out of us that hinder us and giving them to God. Great way here to start your prayer. Father, I want you first in my life. I want your will to be done. I want to worry about just, just today my daily bread. I want to forgive. I want you to forgive me. You have forgiven me. I confess my sins to you. And I want to be forgiving to all those other people. Root resentment out of my heart, bitterness out of my heart. Uh, take those seeds that, of conflict out of my heart. Give me your peace, Lord. Your, let your peace rule and reign my heart. And leave me not in temptation. No distractions. Now I'm going to focus on you and have a conversation with you. Jesus sets us up for that. And then he says in verse 11, he says here, what father among you, if his son asks for a fish, will instead of a fish give him a serpent? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? Okay, so last thing in the feed. We got time. I didn't think we'd have time for this, but we got time. We're fine. We're fine. We're having fun, right? I thought I heard you say you're having fun, so that's good. Uh, what's something you asked your parents for growing up, but instead received something else? <laughs> uh, I'm the... My mom and dad are on the feed. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about them right now. Uh, so what's something you asked your parents for growing up, but instead received something else? So growing up, okay, this is going to date me, guys. Growing up in the 80s and the 90s, Sony Walkman was a thing. Anybody out there know what a Sony Walkman is? Anybody in the house? Okay. It's a cassette. Do you guys know what a cassette is? Okay. It's a, <laughs> it plays music. And everyone had the Sony Walkman. So Diane and I, we asked our parents for Sony Walkmans. Well, um, to my parents, like, the Sony Walkman, because everyone loved it, is the expensive item, right? And there's all these other companies that make, quote unquote, Sony Walkmans that are just as good, right? 
So we're gonna get you one of those other things. So, so for Christmas, they got it for us, or for a birthday, it's right next to Christmas, so I can't remember which was which. Um, they gave us our cassette, handheld cassette players, right? With the headphones, um, but they weren't Sony Walkmans. They were, they were made by another company. I won't bash that company, because it's a good company. Um, but they're made by another company, and they're probably about twice the size of a Sony Walkman. So already you're like, uh, my parents thought they were cool because mine was blue, Diane's was red. I'm like, cool, right? We got our own colors. Our Sony Walkman was just black. Um, but we were, unfortunately, we were a little disappointed. They didn't work that well. But Diane and I were great kids, so we didn't actually, ex <laughs> I don't mean that, but like, we, we were cognizant of guarding our parents' feelings. So we weren't like, this is crap, we don't want this, get this out of here. We just accepted it, right? But they, they started a malfunction, right? So that was like our out and uh, saying, hey, like, they're not working properly. Now, I may have tweaked something in there with a screwdriver or something. No, I'm just kidding, I didn't do that. Um, and so my parents ended up getting us Sony Walkmans that I had until, I might still have. I had until a couple years ago, I think, maybe the move here. Um, so, uh, but those things were, were gold. They were the best. So, yeah, let's, let's kick it to Missy. What, what do we got going on there in the feed? <laughs> okay, this is, this is pretty funny. We got some, um, Adam is with you on this. I'm going to say names, so this is... This is yeah, just, do it. Yeah, do it. Let's you got to know who I'm talking about. Um, he asked for an iPod, but got a USB MP3 player. Oh, I, yeah, I, know, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, that is not the same. Chelsea, Chelsea asked for money for a big school trip, and her parents found her a part-time job. No, <laughs> <laughs> so that this, is good parenting. <laughs> I think this one may be the best, though. It says um, Jonathan wanted some Nike shoes, but instead his grandma re his grandma got him Reeboks for women. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Love that. That's oh, I don't know. This is pretty good. Peter asked for a car and got Hot Wheels. Oh, oh that is. Yikes. I mean, that is. You got to be specific, Peter. <laughs> it's you, true. You got to. This is true. You like left it kind of open there. Drivable car on the road, right? Yeah, right, right. Jamal asked for a Nintendo DS Lite, and his mom got him a PSP. No oh, bueno. Yeah. No so, bueno. see, that's the thing. She probably just didn't know, right? Those are two totally different things. Right, I, yeah. Um, let's see, Yejin asked for an older brother. <laughs> That's, she's like too late. Did um, she know what she was really asking for there when she was like, <laughs> and the uh, older brother's see. so funny. Um, oh, Archie said, sometimes God gives us things we didn't ask for. She, he says like our R3G got together and got us an amazing new TV. Whoa! Awesome. That's pretty cool. Awesome. Where, where, when is my R3G gonna get? <laughs> I mean, one of those. I like 4K. Okay. No, is, there, is there like 8K out now? No. Hilarious. No. Just kidding, guys. We were talking about our TV last night. It's funny. Um, uh, Cindy said, "Ooh, a Cabbage Patch Kid girl. Oh. I feel you on that. She got an invitation doll. Yeah, oh no, not the same. I know what you mean. I I was with you on a Cabbage Patch. Yep. <laughs> yeah, guys, that is <laughs> that is so good. I'm glad we're having fun in the feed. Uh, <clears throat> this passage here. So, back in chapter in verse 11, we have here verse 11 and 12. We have here this passage is talking about you asking your father for something." but he gives you something bad. We weren't necessarily talking about thing, bad things. We didn't receive bad things, right? <laughs> I mean, those Reebok shoes may qualify. <laughs> um, but, uh, but sometimes we receive something, and I love how Archie said this. He alluded to it to the next point. 
sometimes we receive something different than we wanted, right? It's not necessarily bad, right? Like the other thing I got wasn't bad, but it wasn't the Sony Walkman, right? Or the, the imitation cabbage patch doll, right? Uh, it was just something different. Sometimes we receive the, a different thing than we want. And in verse 13, he says this. He says, if you then who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Wait, what? Okay, let me read that again. If you can give good gifts to your children, how much more will the heavenly father give good gifts to those who ask? Wait, he doesn't say that. He says, how much more will he give the Holy Spirit? You think he's going to say good gifts. But he says he's going to give the Holy Spirit. Has Jesus been talking about the Holy Spirit this entire time? Yes. He's not talking about the thing you want, necessarily. He's talking about the thing that you need, that is going to give you everything that you want. Delight yourself in the Lord, Psalm 37 says, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Guys, why the Holy Spirit? Because he's everything we need. God is literally saying, in conversation with me, if you ask, you will receive me. I will give you myself. How much more could you ask for? What else would you even want? If you seek, you will find me. If you knock on the door, I will be on the other side. God is saying, I'm going to give you me. How amazing is that? How beautiful is that for us, that you have everything you've ever needed, everything you ever need is in the Father. If you ask God, so actually let me say this, if God answered your ask with the Holy Spirit, would you be satisfied? If you say, God, give me a new job, and he gave you the Holy Spirit, would you be satisfied? If you say, God, I want deeper friendships, and he gave you the Holy Spirit, would you be satisfied? If you say, God, I want a, uh, <laughs> I want a new car, and he gave you the Holy Spirit, would you be satisfied with him? He gave you himself. But sometimes... We ask for the thing, and God gives us the Holy Spirit, and we're not satisfied. And Jesus is saying, if you want intimacy with the Father, if you want, if you want to know me, if you want me to know you, that's the greatest thing you can have. That's your identity, that's your destiny, that's your influence, and I will give you me. And your Father is waiting every single day for you to invite him into your life. Guys, every single morning, and I've taught the girls this, so they do this every single morning, I say, I say three things I've told you, but one of them is, Spirit, fill me. And it's because of this passage. I read this passage seven, eight years ago, and I said, I want that. That's, I want him every single morning that I get up, and guys, that's the first thing I think of every morning. When I'm in the fog in the morning, I think, Spirit, fill me. I want to walk in your power today. I want to walk in your authority. I want to walk in your victory. I want to walk as a child of light. I want to walk as a king. I want to walk as someone who represents you. I want to walk knowing that I have everything I need for today in you. And he's inviting you to do that. 
He's invited you to, to, to start a conversation with him every morning of every day by saying, Spirit, fill me. Starts with asking a question. Starts with an invitation. Starts with a conversation. And so in the feed, guys, I want you to write this in there. I want you to write, Father, I want the Spirit of Christ to fill me today. We'll put it on the screen for you, right in the feed. Father, I want the Spirit of Christ to fill me today. Guys, declare that. Celebrate that. Guys, he is going to answer that. He says he will. He says, how much more will I give you the Holy Spirit? You want that little thing? Oh, you don't even know. I'm going to give you all of me. That's what he's saying to you right now. So right in the feed, Father, I want the Spirit of Christ to fill me today as we go into worship. Let's pray. Father, I want the Spirit of Christ to fill me today. Take away any hindrances. I give all of myself to you. We are doing that right now as a church. Answer our prayers. We are seeking, asking, knocking. Open that door. Help us find, God, everything you have, and we are in you. And so we have. We don't lack. We're not lost. Those doors are open if you want them open. The door of Jesus has been opened, and we walk in spirit and in truth this morning. So fill us, Lord Jesus, as we worship you in your name. Amen. If you want to know more about the TLC community, check out trinitylife.ca, or you can find us on Facebook. Of course, we'd way rather meet you in person, so we hope to see you at a service soon.